Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm Coach Sammy, and I am so glad you are here. The teen years can be fun and exciting, but also filled with self-doubt, insecurities, and lots of frustration. I am here to help you along your teen journey and make sure you enjoy your teen years as much as possible. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast this week. How is everyone doing today? I am doing great today, and I'm excited to be here with all of you guys today. Thanks for coming and listening to the podcast every week. You guys are amazing, and I appreciate all the kind reviews you leave for the podcast. So thank you for that. If you haven't left a review for the podcast, please leave a review. It helps the podcast grow. It helps me as a podcaster and it helps the podcast reach more teens who need the help and the resources. So if you could take 60 seconds out of your day and leave a review, I would love that. I teach a lot of classes during the week. I teach classes to teens. I teach classes to parents. I teach classes to both teens and parents together. And I was teaching a group of parents and teens. And the topic I was talking about with them was family arguments. And I was like, I am going to do a podcast on this because it was a really fun class to teach. And the teens I was working with had a really good time. And... Also because family arguments are something that we can all relate to. Home arguments are something that we can all relate to. Whoever you share a home with, even if it's just like a roommate. If you're in college and you have dorm mates, whoever you live with, there are going to be arguments and disagreements that happen. And that is very, very normal, okay? So first thing I want you guys to think about is when there is a family or home argument, whether or not you are involved, how does it make you feel? When an argument is taking place or you're arguing with somebody else, how does it feel, okay? And I want you to think about this because arguing with family members, it doesn't feel good. Any arguments that are going on in your home, it kind of creates an icky feeling in the home. And it creates a family environment that doesn't really feel good to be in. I love this one Harvard study that was done over 85 years. In 1938, Harvard researchers, they started doing the study and they were trying to find the answer to the question, what makes us happy in life? And they gathered health records from 724 people from all over the world and asked them detailed questions about their lives every two years. And from the data they collected, they figured out what makes us happy in life, okay? And contrary to what you might think makes us happy, it's not career achievement, money, exercise, or even a healthy diet or a really good looking body. The most consistent finding they've learned through their 85 years of study is that positive relationships keep us happier, healthier, and help us live longer. That's it, positive relationships, okay? And the thing about humans, especially teens, you guys, is that we are social creatures. Each of us 
as an individual cannot provide everything we need for ourselves. Okay. That's why I always talk about how isolating when you isolate, it's not good for you. Okay. We need to interact with others and we need others to help us. That's why getting along with family members is really an important skill to have because our relationships in our lives matter. The people who are the happiest have the best relationships in their lives. It's not being rich or famous or being an influencer or about the number of likes you have on social media. It really comes down to the quality of relationships, which I love that that study provided data to support that conclusion, which to me is like family relationships are an important part of being happy, okay? And so I'm probably gonna say something to you guys that you're not gonna like, but here it goes. Family arguments, for the most part, have nothing to do with the other person. All right, I'm gonna say that again. Family arguments don't have anything to do with the other person, most of the time. Truly, they really don't have a lot to do with the other person, okay? And I hear this all the time in my home, and I even do this myself, But whenever there is a disagreement, our first reaction as humans, because it's a self-preservation reaction, it's very normal, our first reaction is to blame the other party, okay? Whether it's blaming the other party for our own personal behavior or blaming the other party for not making us happy in the way in which we want them to make us happy. Most of the time we want to start an argument or get bugged with people or engage in an argument, it doesn't have anything to do with the other person. For you guys today, I want to help you go through a self-assessment for teens when it comes to family arguments. There's a lot of self-assessment items that I think are really good to work through when it comes to family arguments, but I'm just gonna go over the top three that teens most struggle with, okay? Um, These are the top three that most of the teens related to when I was teaching in the class. So we're just going to go over the top three. So if you can stop for a few minutes when you feel yourself getting worked up or really upset or angry with something that somebody's doing, okay, I want you to just see if you can stop for a second and do a self-assessment and it's going to actually prevent you from getting in a lot of family arguments, all right? And even better than that is if you can make doing self-assessments a habit so that you can be taking care of yourself the best way possible, you're for sure going to have less family arguments, okay? And I like to kind of think of it like you're a cake, which is a weird analogy, but I want you to kind of think of yourself as the cake, all right? You're baking a cake, and when you bake a cake, you just don't put it in the oven and turn on the timer and then leave and come back when the timer ends, okay? At least, I hope you don't do that, (laughs) okay? When you're baking a cake, The cake needs to be checked on, okay? Is it burning? Is the temp too low? Is it on the right rack? What needs to be adjusted for your cake to turn out just right, okay? And you have to monitor the cake. Even though you set the timer, your cake still needs to be monitored. It still needs to be checked on. That is what I want you to start practicing for yourselves is learning to monitor yourself. And I'm saying learning to monitor yourself not anybody else, you, okay? So the first question in your self-assessment when it comes to family arguments is, do I need food, 
All right. Am I hungry? And I know this may sound silly, but there are many arguments that can be prevented if a person wasn't hungry. My son does this a lot where he comes home from school and immediately starts on his homework. And then he gets really upset because he can't figure a problem out. And I will try to tell him, you really just need to stop and have a snack. Your homework is going to look completely different once you've had a snack, okay? And I try to explain to him, your brain has run out of glucose. And when our brains run out of glucose, it's really hard to keep our emotions in check. The world looks very different when our brains run out of glucose, okay? And then he will be like, I'm not hungry. I just need to get this problem done. And he's crying and then... I'm mad because he won't just get something to eat, which is completely going to solve the problem. And then we're like arguing back and forth. But you guys, every single time this happens and he stops to get food, you know what magically happens? The problem doesn't seem so hard anymore and we are able to work through it. Amazing, right? (laughs) Okay. Problems in our lives are 100% exacerbated when we are hungry. So check in with yourself. Are you hungry before you go to battle in an argument? Don't go into an argument hungry, okay? I do this all the time and I start to get really angry and then I step back and I'm like, whoa, I need to eat something before I get into this conversation, okay? And the conversation always goes better when we have a full tummy and our brain has access to sugar, okay? We can think so much better and so much more calm when our brain is properly fueled. Much better place than being hungry. Question two Am I tired? Okay, and this may sound silly also, but when was the last time you asked yourself, hey self, are you tired? And this is what I mean by having a self-assessment is really asking yourself good questions. Am I tired? Okay, again, when our bodies are not being properly cared for with the right amount of food and sleep, the first thing to go is our ability to cope emotionally. And our brains have almost a distorted view about how bad things really are. Okay, so if you notice that you are tired, realize that your body and brain need rest before reading into things or making a big deal out of something in your family that maybe really isn't such a big deal. This happens all the time in my house. Again, my house is very normal. Okay, our worst family arguments are when people are tired. If you walked into my house in the morning when everyone is waking up and tired, and then again at night when everybody is tired again and ready for bed, There's definitely a lot more arguing going on than when people are awake and rested. So maybe just in the morning, you know you're tired, you know you're gonna be a little bit cranky. Allow yourself some leniency, allow others leniency in the mornings or at night because you know, hey, I'm tired myself and they're probably tired too. So maybe just give everybody a little bit of a break on things, okay? In your teens, your bodies are going through a lot of growing physically and developmentally. And if your physical body isn't being cared for, it's going to make it a lot harder for you to get along with others inside the home. And then question three, you guys, I think which is my favorite because this one has helped me out so much. I really want you guys to do an assessment and ask yourself, Am I personally suffering in some way? And this question is important because when we ourselves are suffering or when we are going through something, it puts a lot of strain on relationships and we tend to not show up as the best person. It's really easy to blame others or get into arguments and get mad at people. But if we really assess what's going on with us, 
and how we're feeling and work on ourselves, then we're going to argue less and we are going to be more calm because we know and understand what's going on with us and maybe it has something to do with us and not really the other person. And then it allows us to do our own work on what is happening with us, okay? So let me give you an example of this. When I was a teenager, I struggled a lot with my body image and my weight, and I restricted my eating a lot because I really believed I was supposed to look a certain way. I thought I was supposed to be really skinny. And so as much as I tried to restrict my eating to stay a certain weight or continue to lose weight, Many times I would just get so hungry that I couldn't restrict anymore and I would eat out of control. And when I would eat out of control, then I would like punish myself and tell myself I needed to go exercise to burn off all the calories. And I would go through this process of beating myself up and just kind of really hating myself and punishing myself, okay? So that was the suffering I was personally battling with inside my own brain and in my own body. Guess how... I would show up in my family, right? Because I was miserable, I made everyone else miserable, okay? And not on purpose, but just because I was being so mean to myself and I only knew how to be mean, I was just mean to everyone else in my family, okay? So many of the family arguments I had growing up had nothing to do with my family members, but had everything to do with me not liking myself, not liking who I was. And so I just wasn't happy. I just wasn't happy and fun to be around. And I looked at the world from a very negative space, okay? So I really want you to assess, is there something going on with me that I need to take care of, that I need to process through, that I need to heal? What are my insecurities that are causing me to argue with family members? Did I have a rough day at school? Did somebody say something to me that hurt my feelings? Did I get a grade on something? that I didn't like? Did I get left out of something that I wanted to be a part of? Did I feel embarrassed at school for some reason? Did I forget something? Did somebody forget my birthday? Whatever it is, ask yourself, how am I suffering right now? Okay. So you guys, the top three things I want you to do an assessment on that are really going to help your family arguments. Okay. Number one, am I hungry? (laughs) All right. Number two, am I tired? And number three, am I suffering in some way that's causing me to not like myself or to show up around other people in a negative way? Many arguments at home have nothing to do with the actual thing that is being argued about. It always has more to do with our own insecurities and needs that aren't being taken care of than the other person, okay? And if we can learn to assess ourselves and take care of our own needs, I'm telling you guys, you will not feel the need to argue so much, okay? So ask yourself those three questions this week. Let me know what comes up. If you guys have other ideas of things that have worked for you in not having as many family arguments, send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear. All right, you guys, have a great week. Hey, guys. Do you want more? If you are ready to work with me in one of my coaching programs for teens, check out my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com. Whatever you are struggling with, whether big or small, I can help. We learn so much more in my programs than what is offered here on the podcast. Come join me, you guys. See you soon.